Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on MikeRicksecker.com. Sorry about that, guys. Son of a bitch. I forgot. To, I, I forgot to unmute the mic from when we ended the last show. This has just been one crazy freaking night. Try. Oh my gosh. Okay. So there we go. <laughs> now you have sound. So we'll start this again. I'm Mike Ricksecker. This is Sean Wankel. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. Okay. Ugh. The replay is going to suck. People are going to like turn, turn on the video and be like, what in the... Lousy. Okay, so... <laughs> so what are we going on about here? Mike forgot to... Yes, I forgot to unmute. Okay. So... It's Shauna shaking her head. It is... Shauna, when we're doing this together, you're going to see the amount of stuff that needs to get done to, to pull all this off. It's crazy. And I will make a list... An itemized list of the things <laughs> for you to check, which I always say, make a note, send an alarm, do whatever you got to do, make sure all your stuff happens when it's supposed to. Yeah, that was just, well, yeah. because of the way we're doing, because we're using a new software than we had been for like the last year, we've just been using this for the past few weeks, it's a little bit of a different process, so, um, and now that we have the new audio over here, that's even made things a little bit different, so... We're trying to give you we're actually trying to give you guys a better show <laughs> we're screwing it up in the process so um hey your sister's in there sherry so hello Hi, mad hatters hello mad hatters so what are we going on about dimensions in time so like i was trying to say shauna has some interesting experiences that tie into all this um some of you may be asking okay you're talking about time travel um not exactly, although these concepts may be like a precursor to time travel. Now, a lot of you have been following maybe six months, year, maybe two years. Um, I had a video out about probably, I think it was about two and a half years ago, maybe even three years ago. I, I can't exactly remember. It was a while ago. But, um, you know, I, this is a concept that I've had for a long time, um, 10, 12, 15 years at least. And... When I saw the movie Interstellar uh, a few years ago, I was like, wow, this actually relates. This is actually a part of all the things that were kind of rattling around in my head before. And so I came out with a couple of videos that talked about these different concepts. So Shauna's going to bear with me here for a few minutes as I get into this, and then we'll bring her in to talk about how some of her experiences kind of relate to this. Um, okay. Tammy's saying she finds the subject fascinating. Okay. And Ether is agreeing to the checklist. So... Okay, so, and I have the professor glasses on, so. Okay, so I need a blank piece of paper. So I, I would have had like a little marker board, but I didn't have a marker for it. So we all think of, yes, we're going to have visuals here. We all think of time as, you know, basically straight, linear. This was, I want a marker for this. So straight, linear river of time right so everything starts here works that way this is the past the future is out there somewhere that's what we've been accustomed to for all of you these years that's what was, has been fed into our head that's kind of how we experience things because we don't ever think of ourselves as being able to go back into the past and we don't know what lies ahead for us in the future so we dub that as the river of time we can't break out of it or can we? So, my thought on it, just from kind of looking at the fact that, okay, we deal with spirits, we deal with ghosts, there's things happening here that we see from years and years ago. You know, why is that? So maybe, instead of a river of time, everything, like a particular location, and I don't know how well you can see that, which is why I wish I would have had the marker board, Maybe things are straight up and down, stacked on top of each other. Just take a particular location, like where you're sitting right now. And all these things are happening, happening concurrently. So up here, you know, we have, you know, 2017, our current year. And maybe down here, you know, we have 1950. Down here, we have 1724, whatever. Above us, there's other years. 
So, yes, this concept does include the fact that the future has already happened. And if you've ever seen Predestination or the new series on Netflix uh, called Dark, it actually works into a lot of those concepts as well. So, another type of visual representation of that. Um, I have a stack of photographs here. Okay, the, the top is my grandmother with my son Cameron when he was a baby. So, think of all these as moments in time for a particular location. Now, these are all different photographs, so um, they're not all for one particular place, but just imagine that they are. And that at some, for whatever reason, like an event happens uh, within this stack that starts echoing. You know, maybe it was a tragedy, maybe it was a, an accident, a, uh, a horrific death, whatever. Maybe it was something good. Maybe it was, you know, a, uh, you know, I don't know, a wedding ceremony or you know, somebody won the lottery or whatever. Um, but for whatever reason, I'll just pick a picture out here from the middle. This particular point in time starts echoing, and for whatever reason, a point in time up here starts echoing, and they converge and cross paths, and they're able to see each other. You hear occasionally about, um, you know, where you see an apparition, you see a ghost, but they look at you as if you're the apparition, as if you are the ghost. And, you know, I, uh, one, of the, one of the other videos I'd put out there, I mentioned Kat Gash's book, um, where she has, um, she's seen basically a, a image of a person, a guy, and he's up on a mill, she's at an old mill house in Ireland, and she's actually seen everything as it had been back in that day. So it's not just a, a person, it's not just an apparition, it's also the entire scene as well, but he's also seeing her. So you're getting an entire view here. Um, Andrea Perrin has kind of mentioned this about you know being in, in the bubble. Uh, she's also mentioned about seeing um, like a, a, a dining room before, and this is at her old uh, the, the old farmhouse, and somebody turning from that dining room table and being like, "Well, you look at that," you know, as if seeing her from the ghost. So a lot of different uh, things like that, um, and Shana, that's kind of why. I think that you would be able to speak to this a bit because you've kind of had that experience at Vandalia. So I'll kind of drag you into it now. So that's really, that's really like a compacted version of like the whole theory. So, but I don't want to leave Shauna hanging for too long. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Vandalia is just, it was a weird experience all around from the get go because, um, I kind of feel like, uh, because originally I wasn't going to go. I didn't think that there yeah. were going to be able to go. And suddenly she's kind of breaking up. Things just started dropping off. Of course, the moment you start talking, boom, you're sitting there fine the whole time. It's probably my wonderful internet provider. Probably. And there's Sherry in chat, Frontier Sucks, yes. So try that again okay, yeah. <laughs> from she the top. No, she has to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the little boy that I see that I met at there, I believe that we have probably crossed paths before at some point. Because the more times that I, I say interact with him, because it's kind of what I do, um, not and I and I can do it from the privacy of my own room. I, I mean, it literally feels like a like he's kind of like knocking, you know, like hello, you know, I'd like to talk to you or whatever. Can you come here? And it's almost like I I don't feel like I've ever asked really projected on purpose but it kind of feels like doing that except for you know I'm definitely awake when it happens um and then I see him and but I have no idea if that's what he really looks like mm -hmm. um or if that's just how 
you know, he wants me to see him. You know, like in in regards to time, you know, do spirits control how you see them? At what point in time of their life that you see them? Or, you know, does is it your own mind that has control of that? Um, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I've seen spirits that I know what they looked like when they died. But what I'm seeing is a younger version of them that I've seen before in photographs, and so I know it's them. But yet I'm seeing them at a different point of time in their life right. so and with this and again this is like really rough um you would be actually seeing them at a different point in time like maybe that you know echo of the child is here at one point when it's a he's a little more grown and then maybe down here at another time when he's not as grown um i kind of skipped the whole dimensions part um because I wanted to get Shana involved a little earlier. So, and, and Carrie had a question out there about, you know, are we talking about jumping back into time or jumping ahead into the future? Um, this whole thing is time all acting together, all being at one time, just take a location, all these things have happened at one single point in time. Or and that It's not even a point in time. you got to have to kind of look outside of time itself that... Everything is just, it has happened. Whether it's the future, past, now, it is already existing in one shot. And basically, the reason why I mentioned Interstellar before is toward the end, and I'm sorry if I'm going to spoil it for any of you, but the movie was out a few years ago. You know, <laughs> it's been a while now. So it's not like it's out in theaters and I'm going to spoil it for um, too many. But toward the end, when they're in what they call the quote-unquote Tesseract, he's seen all these different versions of his daughter's room, you know, millions of them. They're all over the place. And all he has to do is, is kind of find the right ones. And so all of that is him being able to visualize time. And throughout the movie, you hear them a couple times mention dimensions, the fifth dimension. And that's basically what they're representing with that quote-unquote Tesseract is the fifth dimension, which is our, it's kind of strange, it's our 3D representation of time, which is kind of backwards because dimensions. Okay, first you would have, first dimension is just basically a line, kind of like we've already been doing here, just straight line. Um, 2D would be a plane, just a, uh, if I had a single piece of paper here, well, here. So, you know, a single piece of paper would be, you know, a plane, two-dimensional thing. Three-dimensional object, you know, there, 3D. So we've got all different sides and everything now. Fourth dimension is what we call right now time. Um, and you're always, wherever you are at, you're able to see the other ones below you. So we see lines, we see planes, you know, single, you know, 2D objects. Um, we see 3D, three-dimensional objects. And we're in what we're calling time. So a fifth dimension would be above time, and you would theoretically be able to see that time dimension like we see everything else right now. So that's where all that comes into play. So it's being able to see every single moment in time at the same time, which is, I know, a little uh, hard for the human mind to perceive but i think we do get a glimpse of that when we see like shauna saying um you know the boy at different ages so we're seeing him at suddenly you know as like an eight-year-old or whatever and then maybe another time as a six-year-old maybe we see them grown up at some point in time and it's maybe not that i mean there are theories out there that um perhaps the spirit is showing you as the age that they want to be seen Sure, that's a theory, but in this particular theory, it would be that's the point in time along the stack that we have accessed, however it is that we're accessing it. So, um, Ether saying I did a good job of explaining that. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a hard concept to kind of wrap your head around. Um, a lot of, lot of crazy theory. Um, but... Um, 
You know, and Shauna, I think, you know, some of that was probably experienced on the boat as well. I'm kind of scrolling through the chat, see if I missed any questions. You know, where I think that's that, what I was. Yep. Yeah. Well, go ahead. You want to follow up with with some examples from the boat? Yeah, because the first time that I ever saw Captain Minky, um, he looked exactly like he did um, near the end of his life. Mm-hmm. And then the next time that I saw him, um, it was, it was, he was wearing exactly the same thing that he was wearing the first time I saw him, only his hair was a different color and he had more of it. It was like he put her a little younger, but it was definitely the same man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but nothing else around him was different. Like the boat looked exactly the same both times. So it wasn't like I was, you know, lucky enough to see what the boat looked like then without having to look at a photograph of it, which right. would have been great. But yeah, so nothing else changed. It was just him that looked different. Okay, so it was just him on his own. Yeah. Okay. But still, it could have been him legitimately at different times. And maybe it was just, you know, his energy that for whatever reason was resonating, you know, at the same time, you know, you were there. So, like I said, kind of that, you know, echo and somewhere, somewhere up here, like, I'll draw it again on the other side. <laughs> so, you know, you're up here, and maybe there's a couple different times where he was on there, and they're kind of echoing a little bit, and you're seeing that echo somehow. Again, don't know really what kicks that off. Um, but, you know, for whatever reason, there he is in his, you know, form at those different ages, and suddenly, you know, where you're able to see him. So, uh, Jin asks, what about deja vu? Um, that's a good question. So, deja vu, I mean, deja vu is usually, you know, we're experiencing something again that we may have previously experienced. So, it may be that same event kicking off a second time. You're seeing the same thing again that you had already seen. You know, that for whatever reason, maybe the conditions were just right that, you know, what I'm calling an echo you know, occurred, it kicked off, it happened, um, you know, maybe it's, maybe it could even tie into the stone tape theory, and then you coming back and doing whatever it was you did the first time around happened again, like perfectly, or at least near perfectly, and you see it again. So, um, I don't know if, uh, Shauna, you've had experiences like that, uh, almost deja vu type of experiences at you know, haunted locations where it seems like you're seeing the exact same thing. I mean, that could almost be like a residual haunt, really. Did I lose you? Yeah. <laughs> Frontier sucks. Yeah. Insert sound effect here. Because... <laughs> Here and I definitely have a love-hate relationship. Like I love the fact I have internet, but I fucking hate Frontier. Yeah. With the fire of a thousand suns, and I hate <laughs> that there's nothing else competitive, something else that I could use. Right. That would even make it worth it, and it's just this area in general. So, as my sister can tell you. Well, yeah, she mentioned it in chat earlier. So, um, so residual haunt. Yeah, there, there's been times where I thought that I saw that I was experiencing a residual haunt, um, and all of a sudden, it's weird. Like I, I used to uh, clean for the archaeology department, so I got to go inside all of their really cool old haunted buildings. You know. Did you hear everything I just said? I heard most of it. You're talking about working for the archaeology department. Yeah, I saw my I saw my screen freeze up there. That's okay. what I was wondering. Um, 
Yeah, so I got to go inside all of their really cool old buildings, and they were all just super haunted. And um, I was cleaning uh, probably the oldest one, the biggest one. And I heard someone walking around in the dorms upstairs. So, but I had been hearing footsteps a lot, and so I as I always assume footsteps are residual mm-hmm. until something else happens to make me think otherwise. It's like, oh, oh, there's a footstep. It's haunted. No, residual energy is not a haunting to me. Right. I mean, it's just lingering energy. It's it's, it's a just, haunting if it interacts with you. And it's just like a know, tape played over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, and that's my opinion. So, um, and so I blew off the footsteps, and then um, the full, full body, full blown apparition of a lady had come downstairs, and she was noisy upstairs, but she was just silent in stealth mode coming down those stairs. Like I was backing up towards the stairs, which I never do. I never have my back to anything, and um, I turned around and and there she was, you know, and uh, at first I thought it might have been just residual because, you know, apparitions can be residual too um, because she wasn't even looking at me. And I was like right there in front of her and it was probably one of the longest um, interactions that I had ever had face to face, you know, with an apparition um, because she was just there and I watched her come down and she stayed there for a minute and then she eventually went back upstairs. Um, but while she was there, I was seeing all kind of talking and she wasn't even looking at me. And so I was like, well, maybe she, you know, doesn't know I'm here. Maybe she right. just the, the film loop or whatever, you know, and, but then she looked at me. <laughs> It's like I thought it was residual, and then she looked at me. And when I say, you know, she looked at me, I mean, you know, she was like giving a very solid eye contact. And uh, and I noticed another. I mean, Adam could draw her. I mean, she was just so detailed, so clear to me. Including what looked like um, a stain of some kind on the side of her face, uh, like handprint. Um, kind of brown and then she had the same a similar print on her apron so I don't know what that was but um, and then she kind of looked like um, everything about her was a little more faded than normal kind of like what Vanessa was talking about like if there was kind of a filter involved yeah like a sepia tone you know yeah, yeah. Um, hers was just like old vintage photograph color though just kind of just a little more faded than normal um, and then so, you know, I told her, I was like, I gotta, I gotta go, you know, I'm sorry. And really, I was just a little freaked out. I hate dealing with stuff like that when I'm by myself. <laughs> I will just say yeah. that. You know, I feel like there's safety numbers and sometimes I'll go in and refer, but I hate to be alone in a room with an adult spirit. Like, I can do kid spirits all day long. Adult spirits yeah, for yeah, some you're... reason. I'm just like, you know. Yeah, so, you seem to be a lot better off with the kids. Yeah, and I and so I, you know, I went out and I made a call, and then I came back, um, and then so she she was upstairs, and then so I started cleaning again. I told her if you could just you know, stay up there, you know, while I'm cleaning, you know, and not come down till I'm done, you know. And um, every time I would stop to like take a little break. Uh, I hear her coming for those stairs, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not done, I'm not done, no. And um, I never cleaned so fast in my life, and I got there. So, um, yeah. So I don't know, you know, it switched from, I don't know if, if it started out, you know, as an intelligent, um, it was intelligent, but all, she couldn't see me, and then all of a sudden she looked right at me. So, um I don't know if it was just like, like, well, the station is almost, you know, tuned in, and then all of a sudden, you know, clarity, and then she was looking at me. So, I don't know. I was just like, well, I hear this girl, but I don't see her, and then all of a sudden, oh, there she is. You know, so just waiting for the, I guess the, you know, the the veil, the layer to be kind of where it's supposed to be, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, there she is. So, creepy. Um, and 
Yes, we we do know that Shauna's sound went a little weird. You can blame Frontier for that. There's not a lot we can do with it. It just is what it is. Um, so um, Ether Shadow had an interesting comment up here. Um, she says, "I suppose when I am in OBE, my ethereal spirit is is experiencing five dimensions to its truest reality, as I know or understand it to be." So, um, you know, my question with that is, I mean. Ether, I know there's a bit of a delay here. 20 to 30 seconds. You have to kind of understand that. So, you know, is time just completely stopped for you? You know, is it moving at all? Do you see other uh, frames of time at all? Or is it just, you know, because a lot of the stories that I hear about, um, like astral projection and all that, is time is still moving. Um, and, you know, you need to eventually get back to your body and wake up and, and all that. And you're able to move around, but it's only one basically one world i guess you can go off planet and things like that but um you're still essentially in in one time so I, i'd love to get a little more, more feedback on that so um and anybody else in here yeah carrie i didn't, didn't see whatever comment that you were making i did not get a notification that um to to show or deny whatever it was so yes punga fungi frontier strikes again so um, and Sean Gilmore had a question about um, losing time while driving. Like, you know, it should have been, or it seems like it was five minutes and it was really an hour and things like that. Um, Ooh. yeah, we've got a good like that. I forgot at Mineral Springs because mm -hmm. that place just sucks up time. Like, you think you're there for like 30 minutes and like five hours passed. It is just. It goes by I'm just quick. Once you get lower, like to me, the lower down I go in that building, the faster it goes. And I don't know, I don't know what's up with that, but it just seems like <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and you, I don't know how that works. Yeah, and you guys were kind of a witness to that back at, what was it, beginning of December, where we did those couple of live investigations? And we had gone, we went live from Facebook. And then we decided to go live from Periscope. And thank you over there in Periscope for the hearts. And then we were going to go live again from, or I keep saying Facebook, from YouTube. We went live from YouTube. Then we went live from Periscope. And then we went back to YouTube. Now, we had blocked out like a good, what, five, six hours, something like that? Um, yeah. We did you know, a one-hour live from up in Pearl's room. And then we went downstairs to recharge the phone, which the phone does not take all that long to recharge. And then we went and did a half hour in Periscope. And then we were like, okay, so let's go ahead and do um, you know, some more on YouTube. And we're looking at the time, it's like, oh my gosh, we have less than a half an hour. It just was gone. So... Really kind of strange how yeah. that happens sometimes. You hear with the driving, you, you hear alien abductions mixed in there. And, you know, I'm not saying it's aliens. But, you know, it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but it, it's it's a very uh, interesting idea. And it could be with, with a place like Mineral Springs, you know, since we've tapped into the, into the earth and they... Yeah, the well's been filled in, but it's essentially still a gaping hole down there into where the well had been that maybe it's tapped into some of that energy to really screw with uh, with time there. So, um, from uh, Extra Group Home Kid, doesn't time change depending on where you are in the atmosphere? Um, I got... You mean by atmosphere? You mean by atmospheric pressure? You mean by like, like the date timeline? Because um, I'm not quite understanding in the atmosphere. And I guess there's a follow-up. Haven't been able to slow down time in a lab. Um, there's again theories about a black hole and as you get closer to a black hole which is basically spinning energy um, that time changes 
around that black hole. So there's that. Um, you know that, and that's a lot of what Interstellar was based on. Was that you know as you got you know closer to these objects, or even got down to a diff- uh, a planet, and time was working differently. That when you came back up you know, a different amount of time had passed. So I'm kind of interested if uh, Ether had responded <clears throat> to my previous question. So, uh, okay, Ether says, yes, I can go anywhere I want to go, and the only thing that holds me back is fear. So interesting. So you could so you could pop back into another time. So you could go back to the 1800s, 1500s. You could go ahead then as well, yes? So I'll throw that out there too. I'll have an interesting conversation going back and forth here through the chat. <clears throat> um, and I got to hit the the show button because Tammy Heisman says this shit blows my mind. <clears throat> <laughs> um, oh, um, how high up from the Earth does time change? Um, due to gravity, technically. It could, but um, those orbiting are essentially experiencing every second and hour as we are, but because they're orbiting and having to re-enter at different points, I'm not sure how much time <laughs> they really lose up there. I mean, that's got to be some hella jet lag, um, but as they're working off of an atomic clock up there, um, just as we are down here. So... Um, so, Einstein, okay, Carrie Parrish, Einstein hypothesized that if you could reach the speed of light, you would be traveling backward in time. Um, Einstein also said that time doesn't exist. So, you wouldn't necessarily be working in, in backward in time. You would have essentially free reign over time. So, um, it's just, time, you have to think of it. It's, um, time is... Time is a construct that we have created as humans. There's nothing in nature that created a clock. Um, it, it's all stuff that we came up with to keep track of, um, you know, the uh, the light. You know, how much light we had per day, which we needed for farming. We needed to know when to plant crops, when to harvest crops. And well, you could kind of see, okay, it's time to harvest crops. But when the calendar got off, it would start planting at the at the wrong time and this is actually um okay rome and egypt coming together our calendar right in, right now is based off of the uh the calendar that caesar came up with however caesar didn't come up with the calendar he had a relationship with cleopatra they had a child all that stuff he got the calendar from cleopatra at that time the Romans were working off of the moon, the 28-day cycle. And every few years, by going off of the moon like that, their their seasons would get way out of whack. And they, you know, couldn't quite jive up, you know, the, the planting when spring was, when summer was. It, but, you know, it, it worked rudimentarily for, okay, you know, this is when we're going to celebrate these gods or what have you by going by the moon cycles, um... You know, so it, it functioned to a degree, and they would just make a correction every few years. Like, oh, we're off again, so, you know, we'll lose a month here or whatever. But the Egyptians worshipped the sun, and they had based their calendar off of the sun. So when Caesar and Cleopatra hooked up, Caesar got the 365-day calendar from the Egyptians, of course, also including the leap year, and that is the calendar that we use today. So it's a function that we've come up with to keep track of ourselves. But that's essentially what we consider, quote-unquote, time. So I don't <laughs> I don't know how everybody took that. <laughs> Walk like an Egyptian. Yeah, there you go. So um, mm-hmm. candy. It's all energy interaction. Proof solved. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. It's just all energy. Or aliens. Um, but yeah, it's just... 
what we are experiencing in the dimension that we are in, we have just dubbed as time. And because we're humans, we have to come up with a way to measure that and categorize things and be able to function. You know, when we were hunter-gatherers without a society, we didn't really care so much about that. We didn't call it anything. So, but now we do, you know, and everything's based off of time. So, um, yeah, it carries saying the clock, the clock is our creation. Yes, it is. So, B3 Airspace has Egyptian god statues in her house. That's awesome. So, let me scroll through here. Um, <laughs> candy, damn it, Mike, I'm ty typing response. You're going to say exactly what I was typing. Well, sorry. <laughs> um, and then that's back to the atmosphere question. Okay. So... Um, all right. So what else do we want to do with this? Because um, that's kind of... I don't know if I want to say that's the extent of the theory that I have so far of, you know, the whole, you know, up and down. But um, let me throw this out there at you guys. Because this is kind of interesting. And we saw this... Shana, you can speak from the fact that, um, you know, you, you saw Predestination with me. And it's, it's a paradox. Um, and Dark deals with this as well. But it's not so much of a paradox if you take the whole, the whole construct of a river of time out of it. If it's more um, perpendicular. Where future events can influence past events. Like something from the past can only occur from influence from the future. Now, the way we see a river of time, you know, how can that be possible? And that's where we come up with a quote unquote paradox. But if things don't have, happen to have, have, have to happen sequentially like that, and something from the future can come back and influence the past, you know, like uh, Shauna with. Uh, with predestination, since you're familiar with that one. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> totally mind blown, right? Oh my god, that movie! <laughs> I I sat there after watching it, and there were several like, what the hell moments throughout the movie, and it's like, wait a minute, you know? Okay, now I get it. No, no, that's not it. No, now I really get it. No, I don't. And at the end of the movie, it's like, what the hell did I just watch? Like that was that was the craziest movie I think I've seen. I've seen a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, and basically, it's, it's based off of the short story from the 1950s called All You Zombies. And they've, they've renamed it something else, Predestination, because zombies today to us means, you know, like undead creatures that eat your brains. Um, although they do make a reference, at, or he actually says the line at, at the end of the movie, I know where I come from, but where do all you zombies come from? So he's referencing zombies as people that just aren't tuned into what's really going on in the world and you know this this person basically is a recurring cycle so he basically comes from the future goes to the past remakes himself grows up until at the end of his life he comes back again and so it's this constant cycle and along the way he actually kills a version of himself, <laughs> but it keeps perpetuating. He comes back and, and does it all again. So it's this recurring cycle over and over again, which in a, in a linear format, you're like, well, how does the first occurrence of that happen? You know, I remember watching, well, we read the books um, with my kids, the, the Harry Potter books. And in the third one, Prisoner of Azkaban, where, um, you know, he first, you know, he sees the stag, it's coming to save him, he, be he believes it's his father. And at some point, you know, as, as they go back in time and, and do all this stuff, um, you know, he realizes, well, it wasn't my father, it was actually me. And when he realized it was himself, he was actually able to pull off the, uh, the Patronus spell. 
uh, where he couldn't before, but now he can because he realized, well, once I figured out it was actually myself, well, the, the question my, you know, the, my kids always threw out and then, you, you know, uh, some of the different critics of the book were like, well, yeah, that's great that he was able to save himself through that, but that wouldn't have happened the first time around. You know, it was like, where is that first time? Where is that a first occurrence? And that's because of the way we think about time. If it's linear like that, yeah, it, it, the first time is impossible. But if you take that out and everything's happening concurrently, then sure, that could absolutely happen. So, um, Mike, read what Carrie wrote. <clears throat> okay, what did Carrie write? Um... 365-day calendars, Gregorian. The reason we have leap years is to keep the months anchored because the seasons will drift over time without it. Yes, that's true. They call it Gregorian. And yes, I did say that the uh, 365 days are there to stop the seasons from getting messed up. I just went over that, where they were on the cycle with the moons, and it kept getting messed up. And when they got the calendar they basically got the calendar from the egyptians instituted that yes it's called gregorian now but it originated back in egypt because they were doing a calendar off of the sun when they instituted that then it was 365 days they instituted the leap year da 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 i'm not understanding what the, the problem is here so um you know, back i know they call it gregorian now which is a more european name but Keep going back. Uh, per Zippy Davis, do you think some things we aren't meant to know? You know, that's that's an interesting question. Um, because, Shauna, you and I have talked about this uh, a, a number of times because we've, we've asked spirits, you know, when we're, we're out there uh, on an investigation, you know, how does it work on the other side? You know, we'll get answers about you know, what's going on now, maybe a little hint of what happened to them in the past, but when we ask afterlife type questions, we don't really get those answers. And so we've actually hypothesized maybe we're not supposed to know. I, I know you've said that a few times. I can think of one time it was in the cafe. Uh, Rita was with me. And we were talking about spirits, ghosts, you know, stuff like that. And... Um, we were just chatting amongst ourselves, and uh, on the audio, we heard, or we had just gotten talking about a particularly uh, creepy night that we had had the week before, and uh, where it had some really creepy stuff going on, and then um, we were talking about how, you know, we were kind of creeped out by some of the spirits in there, but not so much with the others, and then... Uh, somebody, and we don't know who, but um, has to complete sentence, why are you afraid of ghosts? Mm. Yeah. So, I have to think it was probably um, probably the same spirit, uh, like within the hour where we asked, we were getting ready to leave our recorder sitting on the table and was going to walk away from it and just let them do their thing. And, um, told, you know, before we left, you know, leave the recorder on the table, you know, don't move it. And there was an okay <laughs> after. So it's like, hey, I see the recorder, I won't touch it, whatever kind of come across as. But um, so that's been like the one and only time that a spirit's ever acknowledged that they even know what a ghost is, you know. Yeah. Um, and we know that the Golden Run. You know, Captain Minky was asked in an interview if he believed in ghosts, and he said no, which I, I think is a lie. <laughs> but uh. well, I would think that you know, even if we're okay, if we're interacting with a ghost, that they would still, if they believed in ghosts um, at their, that time of life, that they would still acknowledge. Yeah, I. Yeah, I know what a ghost is. Like, let's say you're you're interacting with somebody that's in 1854, and they happen to believe 
in ghosts and you ask them, well, do you know what a ghost is? They'd be like, because, you know, they're existing in 1854. They'd be like, well, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but when whenever we ask stuff like, you know, um, like, how do you see, that's one of the, and that's kind of the, one of the reasons why I ask this question. How do you see things? Because I want to know um, if they see things like they did back then. So if they are actually seeing their old surroundings, which would kind of try to affirm this, but whenever we ask, um, we don't usually ask a lot of religious questions, but I know other people have, um, or when they specifically talk about um, the light or going to heaven and, and those sorts of things that you don't really get answers for those, you know? Yeah, we... And I was, more than likely, I was probably with you whenever I did the line of questioning, you know, not just how they see their surroundings, but, you know, I always ask, you know, can you see me? You know, do I look, um, am I in color, you know, yeah. or do you just see me? Am I black and white or do I just look like a shadow? You know, can you see me at all? Can you just hear my voice? You know, I ask all these, you know, questions and... You know, like maybe one time in the last 10 years, you know, have I had someone, you know, the color of my shirt, you know, and, um, you know, I don't think they're supposed to answer that stuff, <laughs> but I do know that, and I don't know if it's like, uh, like in Vandalia, you know, whenever I'm in the room and I can, I can feel a little kid standing there, but I can't see him. You know, so I'm just reaching out towards, you know, a sensation, you know, so is it like that, you know, for them? Are they reaching out to the same feeling that I'm having about them? Are they reaching out to energy or are they reaching out because they can hear me, but they can't see me, right. you know, or, and they see me? I mean, that's why I don't, that's why we don't say talk into my box right well, we don't even know if they can see that box and second of all we don't even know if they know what it does or not right if a place is heavily investigated they've been around they know what's going on but don't ever talk into my box or talk to my talk red light <laughs> just stop you know yeah. because they, we don't even know if they, they can see that yet if you want to say who you are and describe where you are in the room and tell them that you're holding it in your hand and then describe right. what it is you know, that at least paints a picture for them. But don't just assume that they can see everything because if I can't see them, they may not be able to see me. Right. So it's ridiculous to tell them to talk into something unless I'm going to paint a picture for them. Yeah, and that's a, and that's the way we handle it. We tell them that, you know, I'm holding this device. We might tell them a little bit about what it looks like, its function, that we may be able to, you know, hear them back on it. But... Yeah, we, we can't assume that they, they know what it is we're talking about or what it is that we're seeing. I mean, this person could have lived, you know, in the 1700s. They have no freaking clue. And, and that's another thing I think we talked about in one of the recent shows is that some of these different technologies that we're talking to them about in their day and time would have been considered evil. <laughs> it would have been considered magic. And anything magic would have been evil. So they would have been, you know, oh, these are witches, were, you know, that are trying to talk to us. It's something to do with Satan, you know, and yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you got to take some of that, you know, keep some of those things in mind of, of who you're trying to talk to, you know, and yeah, it's, you don't know what it is they do see from their side. You know, is it they only hear it? You know, do they see something, a wisp? You know, we don't know. So, yeah, all, all valid points. Um, Linda Liu asks, what about the Mandela effect? I know we just talked about that, what, a month, month and a half ago? How does the Mandela effect play into this? Well, that's a good question, because the Mandela effect is itself its own theory, um, and in that theory kind of incorporates the idea of uh, parallel universes. So, personally, I'm not so much on board with parallel universes, um, I mean, that would, basically, that would 
suggest that there are thousands, millions of me running around, and I don't understand how the how the soul keeps up with that. You know, um, you know, I, I know that some people have the theory of like the whole multiverse out there that every decision you make. Um, spawns off another universe. Well, I mean, there would be an infinite number of universes because not only am I making, you know, different decisions left and right, whether, you know, I need to go use the bathroom or, you know, make some eggs, um, you know, I mean, that could have dire consequences on, you know, my fate. I mean, seriously, you never know. <laughs> um, but not only am I making those decisions, but so is Shauna, so are you, so are 7 billion people in this world. How many decisions are made you know, within the span of a minute that you, that you make, you know, me just lifting my hand like that is a decision. Uh, it is going like that. The words coming out of my mouth are a decision. They may have an effect somehow. Um, you know, all of those little things, you know, if I raise this hand instead of that hand, that's a different decision. So whenever I do this, each one of those motions spawns off another universe somewhere. You know, what are you doing right now? Are you tapping your foot, scratching your head, blowing your nose? You know, every single time you do that, another universe is is spawned off. I, I, I don't buy into the multiverse uh, theory. So, you may disagree. That's fine. So, um, we all have opinions. <laughs> um, so, okay. Um, what else do we have? I, I'm sure I missed something. <clears throat> so... Or maybe not. You guys are having a good conversation in there. Oh, okay. What if... Okay, from Emma. Uh, what if ghosts are glitches in dimensions of people in their own time? Um, that's kind of, you know, really... You know, what I'm talking about here, and I know this is, like, crappy, but this, this person here, whatever year this was, I think 1850 or whatever I said it was, you know, they're having a glitch or what I called an echo. Um, and then we up here are somehow seeing the resonation of that echo or being able to see them you know you would call it a glitch like a glitch in the matrix or whatever um somehow up here for whatever reason we are seeing this glitch down there not really sure what kicks that off um some people i mentioned it earlier some people may attribute that to the stone tape theory where um stone tape theory is Basically, somewhere in your surroundings, energy has been collected from a past event. Um, you know, whether, you know, uh, the exam I remember the first example I was ever given of it was somebody falling down the stairs, down the stairs and breaking their neck, like, you know, at a, at a castle. And the energy from that event getting trapped into the surroundings. It'd be, you know, because stone metal all that has a uh different magnetic qualities you know kind of like your cassette tape and in the future down the line there's something that kicks it off and allows it to be played back you know like your tape recorder um it makes you know a, a little bit of a little bit of sense it's kind of hard to you know be like okay what in the world would kick that off um you know it could Stone really retain enough energy like that to be able to play it back like a tape recorder? You know, maybe. Um, you know, and is is it just, you know, stone? Of course, metal, you know, has different magnetic qualities, but, you know, there's sometimes where these things, I mean, usually this is what we, you know, um, usually, usually for residual haunts, you know, um, but it's not always stone or metal that's around when these residual haunts happen. So why does it happen on those? I don't know. And it also doesn't explain, of course, a more intelligent haunt where something's standing there looking at you, interacting with you. Um, but it is a theory that's out there. So, um, I hope that answered the question. Um, uh, Scott Shablo, Einstein's string theories are vibrations of energy strings that identifies multiple dimensions of existence. Um... Yeah, uh, that is string theory, and also, it's, keep in mind, any of these, string theory, theory of relativity, all that, the key word there is theory. None of it's proven. So, um, you know, there's certain aspects of it that we've kind of nodded our heads and say, okay, yeah, we buy this one, we, we buy that one. Um, but 
at this point, they're all still theories, which is why we argue and debate about them all the time. <laughs> so, um, you know, I mean, I'm sitting here talking about, I mean, a, a lot of this actually does have to do with, with relativity. You know, it has to do with, you know, various dimensions. You know, I'm, all that is talking about looking onto time from the fifth dimension rather than the dimension that we're in right now, time. Well, you'd have to buy into the concepts, the concepts of those different dimensions existing. Um, there's people that believe that this is it, you know, um, for, for dimensions. So, um, and, well, you know, it is actually almost, it's almost been an hour. So we're at 58 minutes. So what do you think, Shana? You think we ought to wrap it up, get to, um, go ahead and get to all the shout outs? Yeah, I think so. All right. I'm all tapped out on <laughs> time, and I don't really, you know, mine's just all ghosty stuff. Well, yours is, yeah, yours has been ghosty stuff, but that ghosty stuff does play into it, and, and how we are able to see those apparitions from the past. Does that have something to do with dimensions? Does that have to do with, the, you know, the way um, we view time, and, you know, are we viewing time incorrectly so um oh donna okay um my first experience was seeing a murder in my old house like i was there yeah yeah see that would be you know how does that how does that play back how were we able to see that okay um okay so let's go ahead and give some shout outs. Of course, Shauna is here with me, so it's a little hard to um, shout out, <laughs> but I can. She's right there. All right. So um, Donna Gorton, thank you for sharing your experience. Thank you for shenanigating the chat while I had Shauna here with me. Uh, Zippy Davis, thank you very much for joining us as always. Uh, Diane Hilbert, um, thank you uh, for joining us for both sessions. Pungai Fungi, a lot of you are here for both, so I really do appreciate that. Um, we're hanging in the whole way. Uh, Tammy Heitzman, thank you as well. Sherry, Sherry Walkall, Shauna's sister, thank Love you. you. <laughs> uh, Ether Shadow, thank you. Uh, Mark Fiore, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Beat3 Airspace, thank you as well. Uh, Carrie, thank you for your comments and feedback. And um, I'm not discrediting you, just keep going back further. Um, it's, it's just the roots of where all that came from. You're not wrong, it's just keep going back further into the roots of it um <clears throat> down uh, i already got donna <laughs> I was, you get another one uh sean gilmore um thank you for uh <laughs> joining us for sharing your experiences as well uh deborah sosby uh thank you too and I, I got it right two weeks in a row uh candy orton thanks for joining us again um emma thank you for uh for joining us too um she came in like right at the very end last week. It was kind of funny. She walked in and we were signing off. Uh, Saberwolf, thank you for joining us. Don't forget uh, our new Mad Hatter this time. Yes, our new Mad Hatter. I'm scrolling up. I know I know our new Mad Hatter's in there somewhere. Scott Shabla, thank you for uh, for your comments, for joining us tonight. Luli Tubi, thank you as well. Um, Luli has some good stuff. Uh, Tom McNicholas, thank you for... Uh, hey, thanks for the, uh, for the Super Chats first time around. Um, also, uh, thank you for those on uh, Periscope as well. Um, there's Tammy again. Okay, where is our new Mad Hatter? Extra Pump Kid, thank you. Linda Lou, thank you for your questions too. Um, Lily Tubi. Yeah, I got Lily Tubi. Um, who is the new one? Uh, it's, it, it's, I think it's, it's, it's a bit of a mix of... Yeah, it's a bit. Buddha, it's a bit of a right. It's a bit of a mix of words and numbers. Yes. Um, Pamela Rainey. Veronica. Veronica. I'm gonna just scroll all the way back down. Um, Jen K. There you go. Jen K. Yep. Yep. Uh, Veronica. There's Veronica. Um. There it is. Uh, <laughs> M, there it is. Right M, M. Labuda 61. <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right. So, all right. There we go. I think, uh, Mark somewhere else. Yeah, I got, I got Mark. So, 
I think I'll just, I think that's it. If I miss you, of course, you know, we're not, um, you know, it, it's nothing personal. It's just, I, I try to go through the list of who's there in the chat. Some people, you know, chimed in earlier and just haven't. So, um, yes, the new Matt, the new Matt Hatter is in Labuda. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Donna. All right. So, oh, and there's Andrew Cox. I don't think I got Andrew Cox second time around here. All right, everybody. So thank you for hanging out with us on this Tuesday night. Of course, we'll be back here same exact time next week. I see the I see the hearts out of the corner of my eye over here on Periscopes. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for hanging out with us. And um, <clears throat> next week for uh, Edge of the Rabbit Hole, we will have uh, Sean Gilmore and Eric McGill from Ectovision Paranormal. We will be talking about the uh, investigation at... Um, St. Joseph's Hospital up here in Lorain, Ohio. That we had, we'll be talking about great that once. Yeah, yeah. Shauna and I had a lot of great experiences there too. When we we followed up uh, after the investigation with EVP, so and we need to go back because there's some stuff we need to uh, we need to check out. So, all right, everybody, have a great night, and we will see you. Um, I guess for Friday night ghost rights on Friday. Take care. Good night.